הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבזוכנו כל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש ומשה בארץ המה ובפרט רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו למנה חנא ומקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן פייגמן שמחה נא נח נחמן נחמן נאומן זכותו תגן עלינו וכל ישראל אמן ברוך השם We will finish off Torah Zayin of Likutei Moran Tinyana and we left off um, at the words Vezei Perush Now we're going to give the story of Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua וזה פירוש, מעשה ברבי אליעזר ורבי יהושע, בעוד הגמר הבא בבטחה, פייג' 74b, that there was a story with רבי אליעזר ורבי יהושע, שהיו באים בספינה, they were traveling on a ship, והיה רבי אליעזר ישן, רבי אליעזר was sleeping, רבי יהושע היה נאור, רבי יהושע was awake, נזדעזע רבי יהושע, רבי יהושע trembled, וננעה רבי אליעזר, and woke up רבי אליעזר, אמר לו, so רבי אליעזר responded back to רבי יהושע and said, מה זה יהושע? what is happening יהושע? Why, did, why are you shaking? Why are you trembling? Amarlo Rabbi Yoshua responded, I saw a great light upon the sea. Amarlo, so Rabbi Eliezer responded, Perhaps you saw the eyes of the Leviathan. It says about the Leviathan's eyes, Its eyes are like the glimmer of the dawn. Very deep. As about an Eyov, that verse, that the eyes of the Leviathan are like the glimmer of Shachar, of like dawn. Um, very deep uh, Gemara. Super esoteric. Let's see what uh, Rabbanu has to say. Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua. Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua are the aspect of the sun and the student. Rabbi Eliezer represents the sun. So Rabbi Eliezer represents this idea of the sun whose perception is at the level of ma, which we discussed is the idea that um, you're so, you've attained a high level, but you have to humble yourself and to understand that God is not near you, that He's far from you. As it says about in the verse, that no man can see me and live, meaning that you haven't yet seen God, meaning no eye has laid eyes upon it except for God, as we saw above. This is all Rabbi Eliezer. It's amazing how Rabbeinu does this. Eliezer is an acronym for the phrase No eye has ever seen it, oh God, except, um, no eye has ever seen it except for God, who acts, etc., etc. That verse, those first letters of that verse, spells out Eliezer. And we know I know Ra'atalukim is the aspect of the Ben, because the Ben yet still hasn't yet seen it. Whereas uh, whereas Yeshaya, who is at the aspect of Talmud, said, "Vayeret Hashem, I beheld God." And Rabbi Yoshua represents the student whose perception is the idea that God's glory fills the entire earth as it says about Rabbi Yoshua that he beheld God. This represents the perception of those who are at the lower level that you need to wake them up and to stir them up that they should never give up to wake them up from their slumber. Wake up and sing out those who dwell in the dust. 
And to show them that the entire work of those who are at the lower level, like the aspect of Talmud, they need to be shown that the entire earth is filled with God's glory. It's amazing. Rabbi Yoshua, uh, because Yehoshua is an acronym for the phrase, as we see in the verse, Yechum Etecha, um, as it's brought down over there, Yechum Etecha, may your dead come to life, Nevelati, Yekumun, may my corpses, Yekumun, get up. So we see, starting from the word Yekumun, you have the letter Yud, Hakitu Veranenu Shochnefach, you have the Yud of Yekumun, Hey of Hakitu, Vav, um, and it's actually spelled out directly in line. You have the Yud, the He, the Vav, the Shin, and the Ein, Yehoshua. Meaning Yehoshua represents this idea that to wake up those who dwell in the dust. Meaning that those who dwell in the dust need to be awakened with the idea of what? That Hashem's earth is also, Hashem's glory is also in the dust. That Hashem's glory is also with those people who are in the lower level. It's amazing. And Moshe Rabbeinu, who is, the wise, who is the aspect of the wise man of the generation, who illuminates the son and the student alike. Therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu had a son named Eliezer and a student named Yehoshua. Because Eliezer, the son of Moshe Rabbeinu, is the aspect of Rabbi Eliezer HaGadol, that we're talking about in this story, who is the aspect of the Ben. Kamuva. Marik Bash is brought down in the Midrash, Al Pasuk Vishem Ahad Eliezer, and the name of Vishem Ahad Eliezer, and the name of one of the children of Moshe was Eliezer. But what is it brought down over there? The one and the only. Because Moshe Rabbeinu saw and besieged God that in the future he would have a descendant by the name of Rabbi Eliezer Gadol. So amazing. And how Rabbi Yezer Gadol became actually the descendant, descendant of Moshe Rabbeinu. And it was fulfilled as Moshe requested. So we see that Eliezer was literally the son of Moshe Rabbeinu and literally represents the aspect of the son. But um, Rabbi Yezer Gadol came directly from the descendant of Moshe Rabbeinu. And it's brought down in the writings of the Ariya Kadosh, Priyat Chaim Shar Chagamatot Perk Zayin, the brother over there, um, that when it says in the phrase Maase, there was a story to Rabbi Yitzchak and Rabbi Yosua. Maase, a story, is a play on the words Ma Shin Ein. Take the word Maase apart. You have Mem and Hey. The first and the last letter is Ma, which represents the idea of the, the Hasagav, the perception of Ma, meaning that even though you've attained the highest level, it's an aspect of what, meaning you still haven't attained God. It's not clear. Meaning that even though you're at the highest possible level, you still have to humble yourself in understanding that you have not yet beheld Hashem. Which is Shin Ayn. Can we go back to It's Shin Ayn. the 370 lights. What is the Shin Ayn? This represents the 370 lights. The Ma and the Shin Ayn both represent the same idea. It's the aspect of the transcendent intellect. Because the Makifim represents something which you have not attained. And Ma... Is a question. It means you haven't attained it yet. And the Shin Ayn, the 370, represents the 370 lights of the, the countenance, which is the light of the Makifim, as we saw above in the last podcast. 
and this is what it says: "Shayu ba'in b'tzvina." They were both traveling on a ship. Meaning, Rabbi Yosua and Rabbi Yezer, who represent the son and the student, they were traveling in the Sea of Wisdom. That over there in the Sea of Wisdom is where the lights of these transcendent intellects are revealed, as we saw in the last section. And this is hidden in the language or the word "tzvina," which literally means. Safun hidden and tamun concealed. This is the aspect of makifim, which are hidden and concealed from the eyes of everyone. Because they represent how abundant is your good that you have stored away for those who fear you. Meaning ma, that the good, that the abundant good that you've stored away is an aspect of ma. It's a makifim which is hidden from the eyes of everyone. And what is brought down in Mishle? She is like the ships of a merchant. What is of a merchant? comes from word meaning to go round and round. As we saw above, round and round goes the spirit, which is the idea of makifim. So comes word to go round and round, which is the makif, which surrounds the mind, which represents the ship. And this is what it says. That Rabbi Eliezer was asleep and Rabbi Yeshua was awake. And we can see how Rabbi is going to connect this. Because why does it say Rabbi Eliezer was sleeping? Because Rabbi Eliezer represents the aspect of the sun. He's the aspect of sleep. Because what is the aspect of sleep? It's when the eye hasn't seen it. It's not. You're not conscious. It's it's you're lowering yourself because you recognize that there's so much more. It's the idea of ma, mechamit, ma pishpash. What did you see? What did your investigations lead to? Meaning you haven't yet attained Hashem. You haven't beheld God yet. But Rabbi Yeshua was awake. Meaning what? But we see with Rabbi Yoshua, the perception of Rabbi Yoshua was that he's the aspect of the student. He's the one who's in the lower levels. He needs to be awake. As we see with Yeshayahu, Yeshayahu said, and I beheld God, meaning that he had to reinforce himself that the entire earth was filled with, his, with God's glory. Which means what? Get up and sing those who dwell on the earth. Meaning to get up, to awaken yourself, to wake up. So this is why it says Rabbi Eliezer was sleeping while Rabbi Yoshua was awake. Rabbi Yoshua trembled and Rabbi Eliezer woke up. When Rabbi Eliezer woke up, this is the aspect of how the, the son and the student are encompassed within one another. Um, that we see that uh, we need to show, as we saw above, that you have to encompass both of the ideas together. You need to show the aspect of sun, um, the, the, the perception of the... Uh, you need to show the sun this perception of the student, meaning so that he should have fear, because if he didn't see Hashem, if he didn't see Hashem and he feels that if he's God is far, then, um, then he won't have fear of Hashem because he's never seen the glory. So we need to show him a little bit of the taste of what the Talmud feels, which is that God's glory fills the entire earth. So that he should have fear and he should, he should taste Hashem's glory. 
וזהו נתנו בו לצאת ונהיה רבי אליעזר, היינו שרבי אליעזר שבו חנת בן, בחינת שינה קנה, נכלה בבחינת תלמיד שעסקתו בבחינת נאו קנה. מיני לרבי אליעזר, הוא נצא שאתה הוא נצא שאתה הוא נצא שאתה נצא שאתה הוא נצא שאתה הוא נצא שאתה הוא נצא שאתה הוא נצא שאתה Meaning what? Madaika, specifically ma. What? Which is the perception of the sun, as we saw. Which represents that what that we talked about above. Right? This is encompassing the student within the aspect of the sun. Meaning what? Meaning the, the Talmud also has to have the aspect of the student within him. Which is the aspect of the mom. So that he should have fear as well. Because as we said above, that um, we saw that Rabbi, Rabbi uh, Eliezer needed to encompass himself within the aspect of student so that he should have uh, fear. Because we said, if you don't see the glory of God, then you won't fear him. So he needs to have fear and be shown that God is, that the idea that But for Rabbi Yoshua, who is the aspect of Tamid, he too won't feel fear if he only has Tamid. He needs to be encompassed within the sun. Uh, and this is what it says in Dvarim, chapter 10. Meaning, this Talmud needs to be encompassed within the aspect of Ma, so that he should have fear. This is why it says over there, What is this, Yoshua? Meaning, Rabbi Yezer Agadol was bringing Rabbi Yoshua to the perception of Ma, so that Rabbi Yoshua, who is encompassed, or so that Rabbi Yoshua, who is the student, is encompassed within the aspect of Ma, which is Ben. Which is the aspect of the sun, as we saw. So then Rabbi Eliezer asked Rabbi Yoshua, Why um, did you shake? Why did you tremble? And what did Rabbi Yoshua say? I saw a great luminary in the sea. That he saw a great light in the sea of wisdom. So Rabbi, Yoshua, Rabbi Eliezer responded back, Perhaps he saw the eyes of the Leviathan. The Leviathan represents kingship, Malchut. As it brought down, Leviathan that you created the Leviathan to play with it, that everyone looks to you in hope. Meaning what? That Rabbi Eliezer was telling Rabbi Yoshua that what he saw was the eyes of the Leviathan. What is the Leviathan? What is the eyes of the Leviathan? Meaning that the Leviathan, which is the Malchut, collects and gathers in all the trust of all the people of the world, which is the eyes. Meaning that we with our eyes look up to God and, and trust. That the Leviathan collects all the eyes and the trust of the people of the world. That all their eyes are, are hoping upon earning a livelihood from Hashem. And the Leviathan, which represents kingship, it is the kingship that goes up there and collects all these pieces of trust from every single individual. And enters the sea of wisdom with these pieces of trust to receive that livelihood for each and every person. And through this, Rabbi Yoshua was nizdaza. He was uh, trembling. Because fear fell upon him. Because he fell into the sea of wisdom. Because what did he say above? 
that once you enter the sea of wisdom, that over there is the that the, the malchut is revealed. Because the malchut, once you open up the sea of wisdom, the malchut goes up to receive its panasa. And once the malchut goes up, malchut, which is fear, then it gets revealed. So malchut, which is fear, get, then gets revealed and it goes up to into the sea of wisdom. To receive its panasa. And this represents the eyes of the Leviathan. Through this, fear falls upon this person. Because Malchut is the source of all fear, as we saw above. And this is how we summarize the final verse. The, this is how we summarize the verse which we started the Torah with. And it was after two years that Pharaoh was dreaming, etc. What is Shenatayim Yamim? Two years in days. What does that mean? Because we saw there's two types of cycles. There's the cycles of days and cycles of years that we brought down in Shmuel. I believe these cycles represent the concept of the world to come. Which is the day that is entirely long. It's above the concept of time. Because over there in the world to come, we don't calculate time in the way we calculate it here. Over there is calculated in what we call makifim. As we see over there, tekufot ayamim tekufot ashanim. Over there, up there, it's called, it's calculating the time of makifim. It's above time and space. We can't understand it, but it's the idea of makif. And these makifim are the delights and the pleasure of the entire world to come. And paro is the aspect of yovel. The jubilee year, kamuva bazoah, has brought down the parashat vayigash. Dechol nehorinit parein vigalyan mina. That what is paro comes from it parein, that all the lights, the whole neorin, all the lights are it parein are uncovered, with galian minan revealed through her. That paro comes from word uncover, which is yovel. Yovel is the idea where all the lights are revealed, which is the same idea as paro. It parein, meaning yovel is where all the lights um, are revealed and uncovered, uncovered, and it parein comes from paro. Uh, and Rabbanu did not explain the rest of the verse. That's where Rabbanu stopped. And we continue. This represents the burial plot of Moshe Rabbanu. The burial of Moshe Rabbanu. Which represents Makifim. Which are concealed from the eyes of everyone. This is what it says. To those above, it seemed that it was below. And to those below, it seemed to them as if it was above. And the before Moshe that is said with regard to the burial of Moshe Rabbeinu. say in the aspect, uh, sorry, that they say in the Gemara Sota, page 14. So what did that mean? That to those above it seemed it was below and to those below it seemed that it was above? This represents the, the quality that the Tzadik, the Chacham al needs to have, which is what we call Kol. What is Kol? That everything is in the heavens and the earth. What is that we said? As it's brought down in the Zohar, that he unites the heavens and the earth. That this is the aspect, the quality Moshe Rabbeinu has to have. Which means what? That this tzaddik who's meritorious and worthy of these transcendent intellects, he needs to have this aspect of kol within him. He needs to have this quality. To show those who are up above. That they are below. That they don't know nothing of the knowledge of Hashem. As we saw above, what did you see? And on the opposite, that those below, to, to show them up, up there. 
so that they should perceive that the entire earth is filled with His glory. said, I beheld God. This is what it means, that those below saw it was above, and those above saw it was below. Because that is Moshe Rabbeinu's entire perception, that is his entire strength, to show those perceptions to each person wherever he's low or high. And there are many, many concealed matters, many things that Rabbeinu concealed with regard to this. And he only explained just a little bit. A few of the main points. So this is it. It's a little choppy, but nonetheless we do it. Moshe Rabbeinu was humble. Humility is greater than the rest. As the Chachamim say in the Gemara Avodah Zarah, page 20b, that humility is above all the other traits. There's another combination of Chanukah. Rabbeinu said above how Chanukah is um, is an acronym for that phrase. Rabbeinu says it's another combination. Which is hinted in the verse in Dvarim chapter 34. That Yeshua Binun was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moshe had um, he, he put, he placed, he, he pushed his hands upon him. He, he had given that authority to him with his hands. So if you think the, the word Nun. Uh, if you take the last letters of this phrase, if you take the last letters, if you go through some of the letters, the last letters spell Chanukah. You have the the Nun of the, the last letter of Yoshua bin Nun. So the Nun over there is the Nun. Then you have Ruach, which is the Chet, Chokhmah, the He, and uh, the Chet is uh, the Chaf Sofit, sorry, Samach. Um, so you see this idea of Chanukah. Because within that verse, we see all the aspects of this teaching. When it says, was filled, that Yahushua Binun was filled, Male is the idea of to fill the earth, which is brought above, that, uh, that Hashem's earth is filled with his glory. And Yahushua was a student, so he was Male, he was meet. The spirit of wisdom we talked about. All these ideas about the hands is mentioned in this lesson. Also with regard to fear. We also see fear is mentioned in this verse. For there are five gvorot, there are five severities, which are the five emot, um, five types of fear. that these gvurot are encompassed within one another so that they create 1,405 gvurot. And all of these things that Rabban was teaching us 
were not explained at all. Um, they were said um, without much explanation. So if we don't understand it, there's a reason for that. Rabbi didn't explain much. The Torah speaks of all the ten, the ten sfirot, the ten attributes, or whatever you want to say, of Hashem, divine attributes. Shefa Keta, we talked about the influx of Keta in this Torah, Chochma Ovina, about the verse which we said above, Pi Debe Chochmot, Ve'agut Libit Funot. We talked about Chochma and Bina. Yadaim, the hands, Gamir Ah, we also spoke about fear. Yama Mugabotenu Tirmacha, we also spoke about what the sages say in Gemar Ketuvot, Hamonei Alacha Mi Pitalmid, Kilo Mimenu Chesed, one who prevents um, um, himself from teaching a halakha to a student is as if he's preventing from him chesed. So we talked about chesed, one of the ten, this is one of the ten sfirot. And he casts off from him the fear of heaven, as it finishes off over there. Um, in Ketuvot it says this idea, that if you do not want to teach your student a halakha, it's as if you're preventing from him chesed and you're throwing away his yirat shamayim. Gam ben talmid, vitalmid ben. We also spoke about the idea of uh, the son and the student. Uh, the Ben, Ita Bezor Kadosh, with regard to the son and the brother of the Holy Zohar, Mashmo Da Chokma. El Badan and the Zohar in Parashat Vitro, and the Zohar in Parashat Vitro, it brings the verse from Mishle. Mashmo, what's his name? Da Chokma. When it says, what's his name? This is a reference to wisdom. Mashem Beno. When it says, Mashem Beno, what is the name of his son? Datif Eret. This is a reference to Tif Eret. Talmidim, students, Hemni Mudei Hashem. This represents the, the, the students of God. Da Netzach Hod. This represents Netzach and Hod. Kol, we know that Kol, Da Yesod, is referenced to Yesod. Um, as brought down in the Holy Zohar, Umalchut Hanan. And Malchut, as we spoke about above, the Leviathan, etc. So Rabbeinu brought all the ten Sfirot and how they're all associated with what we mentioned. This represents the internal organs, the internal limbs. There are Sfirot that speak about the lungs many, many times. And of the internal organs many times. Happy are the ears that hear such things. Happy is the nation. Um... um that has had this, who has who has Hashem as their God. Baruch um, Hashem. That's it for the lesson. May we have the merit to go from lesson to lesson, applying the words of Rabenu in simplicity, and to apply all that we studied throughout this very deep lesson. May we review it and uh, review it a uh, hundred one times, Hashem, so that we should never forget it.